the World Cup Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. He's presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today, bet $100, get a $100 free bet at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. We're also brought to you by the SGPN World Cup Free Roll. Get in. $250 cash and a $250 gift card to the winner. Enter today exclusively on the SGPN app. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the World Cup Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. My name is Malcolm Bamford, coming to you from Newcastle upon Tyne, up in the northeast of England. It's episode two. Um, we survived episode one, we think. Um, coming to us from, here we go, Bingham in Nottinghamshire. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Even uh, is our esteemed co-host, Mr. Barry Penaluna. Barry, you've had to uh, wash your face because we've gone live tonight. How did that go? Tidy um, the kitchen up as well. Caught, caught me off guard a little bit there, telling us we were going live live streaming tonight. But uh, aye, I've had to, yeah. You've had to sort yourself out. Bit, so, you know what I mean? um, yeah, episode one in the books yeah. uh, went okay as well, I think. Um, I've got some feedback, Baz. <laughs> um, feedback is a couple of things, right? Okay. First, a couple of reviews. People enjoyed me getting, what people enjoyed most was me getting the name of your hometown wrong. Yeah, people yeah, really that enjoyed that. That. Yeah, that, that. Yeah. Um, someone said I talk too fast. Um, but this is not just the Geordie thing. Was that one of your like Nottinghamshire people who said that? No, no, no. That was a Geordie lad, actually. Was it? Uh, and yeah, Malcolm talks too fast. And all I could hear was the word chalky coming up again and again. Ah, uh, well, you see, that's because of all these awful Americans that I have to work with on the MLB show. Um, I say chalky, I say parley. Um, one Friday night, about three weeks ago, Baz, um, there was a game. I can't remember what the Premier League game was, but Bob hadn't, my kid Bob, hadn't set his fantasy team. So I went through it. It was a little Xbox room. And I said, Bob, there's um, you'd have to set your team. There's EPL tonight. Fucking no, EPL. Fuck. Like, yeah, I know. I had never in my le- entire life said that. Like, no, footy know. is what I should have said. There's footy tonight or there's a match tonight or whoever it was. Yeah, and I used the term EPL. So, um. Parley is another one that I start using a lot as well. Um, so yeah, that was a that was a good little bit of feedback. Um, it's entirely possible, Baz, that we are in the top three um, sporting broadcasters in Cyprus. How would you feel about that? <laughs> it's good to know. It is good to know. Um, we some... haven't much to talk about Cyprus wise, have we? Uh, no, we. Uh... I think we did get uh, a few from Australia, didn't we? And uh, we panned them a little bit in the first. I episode. felt bad about panning them. Yeah, I wish yeah, I could have walked that back in life. Well, I'm really not. You see, unfortunately. So, um, yeah, we got we got quite a bit of traction in Australia, but yeah, Cyprus was a bit of a head scratcher. Yeah, uh, so why not? Um, and Baz, other people. Um, we're quite disappointed. Now, a lot of people know you and know that you are a big barbecue guy, right? Um, and there wasn't enough barbecue content for a lot of people because you barbecue everything. You barbecue your cornflakes, you barbecue your cup of tea in the morning, 
Um, so there was no barbecue chat. Um, when I've, I've been down to your house before, and you told me that one of the most familiar noises around your house is the noise of the woman next door slamming her windows shut because she's yeah. sick of the smoke. <laughs> you yeah, see, I, you've, I mean, you've got a proper set up, haven't you? Yeah, either slamming her windows shut or, or rushing out to bring her uh, a washing in out from outside. There's <laughs> uh, a regular whiff of smoke around my gun. I do a barbecue all year round. Christmas dinner gets done on the barbecue. We do <laughs> breakfast on the barbecue. We do it all. So there will be some barbecue throughout this World Cup. And actually, I was talking the other day, what I'm going to try and do is cook as cook as many... It's not just barbecue. I like, I like to cook. A lot. So I'm going to try and cook as many dishes from as many countries across this oh, world. Oh, Barry, I like this. So we'll try and get some of them done on the barbecue. They won't all be on the barbecue, but I'll give you a shout and I'll put it on the Twitter and what have you. Um, so I'm looking at doing something from uh, the Qatari national dish this week. Do you know what that is? Oh, it's got to be, so, uh, it's you, gotta you, be you know, something to do with lamb and rice, hasn't it? There's definitely rice in there. But, uh, I, so yeah, or a bit of goat maybe. <laughs> We'll save that one for the weekend, but Qatar okay. might be the first dish on the menu. And uh, I, we'll see how many I can tick off as we go through uh, this World Cup, Malcolm. Okay, well, one of the um, one of the Discord channels, one of the SGP and Discord channels, there is a, a Fat Guy Food Isle um, Discord is, channel, yeah. which is a lot of people because obviously we've got a lot of Houston's like Moon Aff and people like that, or Houston uh, Texas barbecue is a big thing. Um, uh, Scott Bowser, friend of the show, lives out in Vegas. He does his uh, his charcuterie board for NFL Sunday. Um, he had some tinned fish on there on Sunday. It looks incredible. He had, a, he had some tinned mackerel with all his charcuterie and some freshly baked bread. So the Fat Guy Food Isle Discord channel. And get into the Discord, get into the SGP and Discord, um, the soccer channel. Um, there's lots of shrewdies in there. Joel Meyer, who's a proper shrewd, was in there chatting today, saying he enjoyed episode one. Uh, so I'll be looking forward to getting people like Joel, um, who are real sharks, like so. Um, getting sport, uh, sports uh slash discord is where you need to be then and just in the Adrian's at the top of the show I think that blindsided us a bit as well is the World Cup free roll so to enter the free roll you just need to download the SGPN app from the app store um, and then it's free to enter $250 in cash and a $250 gift card to our merch store so 500 bucks up for grabs uh, go to the wherever you get your apps from Download the SGPN app, and it'll be free to enter through there. Dead simple. Uh, what we're going to do tonight, Baz, episode number two, is the Million Pound Show. So, uh, format's been done a few times across uh, the network. Is it kind of in an attempt to touch on all the markets, to touch on a staking plan, really. Obviously, we're not sticking a million quid on stuff. That would be careless, Barry. Um, <laughs> but if you've got like if you've got fifty quid or a hundred quid that you're going to spread around the World Cup, and you want to take some outrights, you want to take some group stuff, you might want to put a couple of fivers on fancy prices, things like that. Um, we're going to break down um, where we we might uh, spread our pot, um, our units, just to see what uh, what we can come up with. So we've got a million quid. Uh, as many bets as you like. I think I've got a few more bets than you, Baz. We don't know what our bets are. Um, but yeah, you can take them from any market. And would you like to lead off, Barry, or would you like me to go first? I'm happy to lead off, mate. I'm I'm going straight okay. in with my biggest wager of the of the one million pound. So this is my uh, my break even banker. I'm calling it. Uh, so it's a six to four shot. Uh, yeah, we've got four hundred thousand pounds. Oh, jeez. So so this comes in. 
shots fired and anything yep. else is, is is a bonus like so we're, we're chucking out big money clear the clear our million back and then we've got another seven bets to make us a profit on this world cup so i'm going in with argentina to make the semi-finals um so if you did listen to the first show i took argentina to win the whole thing um i did have them coming up against brazil in the semi-finals and that was it was a coin toss um so taking that bit of the equation out of it I've gone with Argentina to get to the semi-finals I think we both agreed Argentina would would fly through the group um, and I think I've got them in the knockout stages coming up against a fairly easy opponent in the second round and potentially Netherlands in the quarter-finals so yes that's that's the first bet that's the biggest bet on my uh, list Argentina to make the semi-finals. And if oh, I like that, Baz. It's good. I had a similar thought. I went for a big, a chunk, a chunky bet to actually put me in a little bit of profit uh, rather than a break-even. But yeah, I've got to say, Argentina, we were both um, high on to win the group. And then you say Denmark in round two, or, uh, the Netherlands in the quarters. And then, you've, and then I've got them against Brazil. I think you had them against France or Spain. Um, no, I had the same. I had Argentina, Brazil, and, and oh, okay. yeah, we had different winners of those games, didn't we? So either way, yeah. so, so we we sort of hedged that with, with rather than taking them to win it, we'll, we'll take them to get yeah. the semis and from there. Yeah, nice start. So uh, my first bet, Baz, is in outright to win the tournament, um, and it's a bit. Should we say a chalky for your maid's benefit? Um, it's a, it's a favourite backer. It's Brazil at four to one, and I'm putting three hundred grand on that, Baz. Uh, to win me a million and a half. Um, so if everything else goes tits up, um, I'll get what I want. Like I said, I wanted a bet. Um, I wanted an outright for a start. I think you have to put one outright in you. Um, and yet, again, if, if everything else goes belly up, um, then at least we're going to be, uh, like I say, a time and a half in front on what we put down. So four to one, I think, is a good price. I've got them going through relatively straightforward. They get South Korea. Um, and then it gets tricky, actually. They've got Germany. I've got them Germany, Argentina and France. Um, but I just think, I think 4-1 to one's a huge choice. I think this should be round about 3-1, to 11-4 maybe. Yeah. Like I say, on paper, that squad's terrifyingly good. They qualified in an absolute canter, scored 40, conceded five in a really competitive section. Um, so, yeah, 300 grand at 4-1. to one. Uh, to win me 1.5 bars. Okay, um, next, what you got? Um, so next up, I've gone with a, a bit of an outsider punt on the uh, on the outright market, uh, a smaller bet. We're going for Uruguay at 50 to 1, £25,000 each way. Um, <laughs> it's just, sorry, it's just funny you say it. Go on. <laughs> What's the matter with that? <laughs> nothing. Nothing's the matter with it. It's just funny. Good. Right. So we're going with Uruguay, and uh, so I did refer back for a lot of these bets back to me, uh, me, me wall chart or my my uh, yeah yeah spreadsheet as it was cheated. Um, and although I've got Uruguay going out in the second round on my wall chart, that was because I had them coming in second to Portugal in the group. Ah, have you flip flopped? Well, no, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm sticking with that. But I do feel if they do manage to pit Portugal, they could probably go a bit deeper into the tournament. I mean, getting to the finals, probably pushing it, but it's a 50-1 to one shot for a reason. Uh, and it's small stakes out of the total million. 
We're yeah. taking 50 grand on there. 25,000 each way, Uruguay outright, 50 to 1. Okay, so that'll put win you about a million and a quarter or something if it lands, I think. Loads, loads of money. Yeah, yeah, plenty anyway. Yeah, we said, we said Uruguay and Denmark are going to be the two sexy picks. There's been uh, a lot of Uruguay chat. Um, I want to talk about Portugal in a little while. Actually, we'll touch on it now, Baz, because um, I handicapped them, saying one team was going to fall apart. We handicapped this on and recorded the show on Sunday afternoon before any of this uh, Cristiano Ronaldo shenanigans came out. Um, <laughs> That's right. So I, I literally I've got a bit odd, and then yeah, everything you'd said was was there on on the yeah. Game. It went a bit mystic, Meg. Like so, obviously, what's happened doesn't mean they are going to fall apart. However, I mean, Cristiano Ronaldo might go and score a hat trick in every game, you know, and completely carry them to glory. But it doesn't look good. Um, there was the, obviously that eggy Bruno Fernandez, Ron Davey in the uh, changing rooms today. And um, I was just coming home from football there with Tiger, played Fat Man Five Aside tonight. And he was saying there's another video of him um, trying to have a bit chat with Joe Cancelo. And Cancelo just wasn't having any of it. Like uh, Ronaldo was trying to grab him by the face or something. And Cancelo was just trying to, uh, just telling him to sod off effectively. So yeah, Portugal, um, that's a good fit. And that puts you requiring the driving stick like that, right? Um, so, at a fancy price, why the hell not? Um, for me, my second bet is going to be, it's part, it's part of the handicap we just had on Argentina, Baz, and it's going to be the Netherlands to be eliminated in the quarterfinal at 5-2. to two. Uh, So, plus 250. 150 grand, Baz, to win 525,000. Um, the group looks easy. Uh what Qatar, Senegal, and who's the other? Oh, Ecuador. So, yeah, so they get out of that, and that gives them second in England's group, should England win, whether it take your pick, Wales, Iran, or the USA. And then they come up against Argentina. So, Wales, uh, the Netherlands look like they can plot an easy uh, route through to that quarter final. And then if they do come up against Argentina, I think that's it. Um, so, yeah, look like a look like a, a nice bet for me. It was a good price, 5 to 2. Um, 150 grand on that bars to win just over half a mil. Uh, next for you. Um, I'm moving on to uh, well, actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna jump forward because on a similar theme, I've got a Netherlands bet here, and I've I've took Netherlands to get be the highest scoring team in the tournament. Um, mm. I've I've also got them going out in the quarterfinals, but looking at my my predictions for the group stage, I've got them being the highest scorers in the group stage. Um. And possibly, you know, likely to come up against someone like Wales, USA in the second round. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think they could get enough to to tip them over. It's 10 to 1. It's a decent price. But I, I can see them getting a, a fair few goals in that group um, to get them off to a good start. So I've got uh, highest scoring team, Netherlands, 50,000 at 10 to 1. Yeah, that's a that market. The only thing with that market is that one game somewhere yeah, stupid. Absolutely. Can can knack it up like I think didn't Russia duffed someone up last time like five whatever in the last game. Um, oh, you've seen games where Germany beat the Saudis nine whatever when Miroslav Klose has scored loads. Um, so one game if if one team just decides to down tools, um, and you get like Belgium could fill in Canada or something like that. Um, and it's like you say it's a bit of a risky one with them going out the quarter final because you do expect sort of. Even if Brazil, France, Argentina are chipping, a, chipping away with uh, one or two goals per game, um, I've got a, a similar bet as, as an angle coming in in a little while. But we'll stay on my group bets 
Um, I didn't know what to do with this, Baz, because um, the, I, I like the bet, but it's, it doesn't return me much. Um, and it, it's a forecast. It's a forecast in Group C, and it's uh, Argentina, Poland, straight forecast, um, which pays seven to four. Um, it's Argentina, Poland, Mexico, Saudi Arabia. Um, I'm way out on Mexico. Um, you can't be in on, on the Saudis. And, all, and it's just Argentina are better than Poland. It looks like a comfortable one of those, you know, those groups where you get nine, six, three, zero because the best team beat the second best team, the second best team beat the other two, and the third best team beat the last one. Um, so Argentina to, to beat. Uh, to finish above Poland in that group, um, seven to four, hundred and twenty-five grand. Only returns three hundred and forty-three thousand. Um, but I've got a couple of these bets. If I land two or three smaller ones, they're going to add up to uh, getting over me million pound anyway. So give me the Argentina and Poland forecast in Group C plus one seventy-five, uh, seven to four, Baz. Yeah, I like that one. I mean, I've got an act coming up later on, uh, or a parlay for our American friends. Uh, and one of the sections <laughs> Go I've got in there is um, Mexico not to qualify. I agree. I don't think they're getting out of that group. Um, and I think we've got, I think it's four to five for Mexico not to qualify, which I think is a, a fair price. Um, but I'll, I'll come to that more. Ooh, just a little bit of breaking news, Baz, as we speak. I've got my remote control in my hand. I've got Sky Sports News on the telly. Um, and I've just seen the little tickets going across the bottom saying that Sadio Mane is going to miss, and it says in quotation marks, opening games uh, for Senegal, which is a huge... Um, oh, it says, we'll miss first games, is the exact words they use, due to a leg injury. So, I mean, we did talk... At least yeah, two. exactly. Um, I mean, that's not far off potentially being all of their games. Yeah, um, <laughs> um, we did see some mind movement, we said in, in episode one, that Ecuador and Senegal were both sort of hovering around even money um, to get out of the group that Ecuador had just gone kind of minus 120 and Senegal had just gone the other way to kind of plus 110. So the the line movement was right, sort of the books knew. And that I mean, that's a huge blow for Senegal. Absolutely massive um, blow. They play Netherlands first up. Um, and then after that, you know, they could be in trouble. Like so, yeah. Um, if you're factoring in, if you, if you wanted any piece of Senegal, you might want to factor in that news there. Um, sorry, Baz, I interrupted you. Um, give us your next point. Um, where are we next? Um, I'll stick with the group stuff as well. I've got the lowest scoring group to be yeah. Group H. Um, now again, I just went back to my chart, looked at my scores, um, and I think I had two groups down as, as having about ten goals across the six games, uh, and Group H was one of them. And I went to price it up today. It does come in as a, as the favourite actually, uh, which shows me thinking must be along the right lines. But um, lowest scoring group, Group H, seven to two. Uh, so we've got Uruguay, South Korea, Portugal, Ghana, um, and I've just got a lot of one nils, one ones, and stuff like that in there amongst those. Um, I just like the look of it. There's other groups that stand. What price was that? Buzz? seven to two. Seven to two uh, for a hundred thousand okay. pound. Um, there's other groups where you've got those potential, you know, big score lines. Yeah, I don't really see it in this group, um, and that's what's what's pushed me to that one. Just yeah. okay. Um, well, on the same theme, then I'll move my next bet up my list because I've got a point here on the highest scoring group. Um, we hadn't um, discussed this I've at all. So I've got the, 
It's not Group H, um, but actually, I've just because I did, I have put scores down for all of these, and I've got a few goals in Group H. I haven't got it down as my highest score, but I th- uh, Group A is the one for me. That looks like it's got all the, uh, all the a lot of nils in it, and England's group for that matter. But anyway, highest score in Group is Group E, which is the group of Spain and Germany. And because what you've got is you've got two stellar teams in Spain and Germany. You've got Japan who were actually going to be competitive as much as we think they probably, um, they've been unlucky with a draw really, but they, they'll, they'll have a go Japan. Um, they beat, they knocked uh, Germany. Sorry, they didn't knock Germany out. They beat Germany uh, last time, um, last time out. So, and who else is in there? Costa Rica is the other one. So you could end up with a couple of kind of thrashings. It's it's one of the groups where I've got a couple of threes down. I've sort of got I've got Germany three, Costa Rica nil, Spain three, Japan one, um, and a lot of a lot of both teams to score in five of those six games. I know um, Terrell Furman from the NBA show was asking me about how how you go about picking both teams to score. Uh, I just told him, you just got to look at game logs. If they have a history of doing it, as simple as it sounds, uh, they're going to keep doing it. So uh, Group A, uh, the price is 100 to 30. Uh, so plus 333. Um, I've got 150 grand on Baz to win £650,000. Group A, higher scoring. Um, what you got there, next? I've, I've, I've got Spain, Germany, nil-nil in that group, which is going to scup by your higher scoring. Uh, let me get back. Hang on. There you go. I've got. Oh, you see, I've gone two-two. <laughs> That's the difference. <laughs> <laughs> you see, you're right. the most far at best. Where are we at? So I think I've got one more in terms of a group bet, um, and it's sticking with the same group, Group E, and it's Costa Rica to have nil points. Um, the price it's seven to four um, for them to get no points now. I don't think either of us give them any chance whatsoever against Spain or Germany. I just can't see how either of those teams will drop a point against Costa Rica, which leaves them with a Japan game. And Japan are eight to eleven to win that game. Yeah. Um, so you know, if you if you're looking at the Germany Spain and thinking they, they can't they can't drop a point, you know, they can. Uh, but if you if you strongly fancy them not to drop a point to Costa Rica. Um, then instead of Japan at eight to eleven, you're getting seven to four for Costa Rica not to pick up a point in that last game. Well, it's not the last yeah. game, but in the game against Japan. Uh, so I think seven to four has a bit of a bit of value. Um, I've got a hundred thousand pound at seven to four on Costa Rica, no points. Okay, um, yeah, I've got them getting duffed up as well by all three teams. I've got Japan to beat them two uh, one. They play them in the second game, and then uh, heavy defeats to. Um, to Spain and Germany. Well, not heavy, but comfortably defeated uh, by Spain and Germany. So I have it yet. It's not one of my picks, Baz, but it is um, something I can co-sign. Um, so, well, I've got a, another pick here then, which is exactly the same market, exactly the same. Uh, it is a team to get no points. Um, but I've gone with Mexico, Baz. I am absolutely fading uh, Mexico. Now, a lot of this comes from one conversation that I had with a Mexican bloke about three weeks ago, and we are both full of beer. So it might not be the most scientific. However, they're in that group with the poor, like um, Argentina, I think Poland are better than them. Mexico have got a lot of problems. They're, they're not very well coached at the moment. They've got a lot of aging players. Um, players like Chicharito are there. I just think it's the end of a cycle for Mexico. I think they'll come again. Um, and, and, 
the competition around them's got a lot better. They used to sort of come out of their group in a canter with the United States and the, the Caribbean teams and teams like that, but um, not anymore. It's it's all got a little bit a little bit harder work for Mexico recently. So the, it's it's the Saudi Arabia game is obviously the flag in the ointment there. I mean, but I think they play South- goals, don't they? They, they, they don't score many goals at all. I think they play Saudi the- third. So if by the time they've lost to Poland first, then they lose to Argentina, then they've got nothing to play for. Like in Saudi are always competitive. It is a bit of a punt. It's a 16 to one shot by. So like the odds reflect the chances. You know what I mean? But if again, like you've said, if you can see uh, like with Costa Rica losing those other two games, um, Mexico v Saudi, you're then taking 16 to one on, uh, on them to get, to get yeah. beat there. So there's the opportunity to hedge, which um, goes a, against the uh, ethos of the SGPN. But yeah, 25 grand just on that, Baz, uh, to win 425,000 uh, for Mexico to get no points. Um, the odds that we give out here are always from our lead sponsor on the World Cup Gambling Podcast, which is the win. Um, if you're ready to win money and boost your odds, win bet is live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia, bringing the excitement of win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. Exclusive rewards right there, fingertips with win rewards on win bet. The happy hour every Thursday, the win bet win hour, uh, five to six Eastern time. Marquee games of the week will have better odds so you can win a few more quid. Um, larger payout opportunities. There's great promos, odds, and payouts happening right now at WinBet. Uh, boosted same game parlays, in game odds, every major sport. Um, sign up today, receive a special offer, bet $100 to win $100. Loads to choose from, head to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so they know that we sent you that sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Offer subject to change, takes and sees at winbet.com must be 21 or older and present in the state where play through winbet is available. If you are someone who knows a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. So, Baz, we're halfway through, splashing our million pounds around here. Um, We haven't doubled up on any of these picks yet either. Um, no. Although we've been in the uh, been in the right markets, we've, we've been in similar markets. It's a uh, it's a different way of skinning the same cat bars. Uh, what have you got next? Well, I'm sure we're both involved in the next one. I've got the golden boot, um, and I've took two picks in the golden boot, so I'll throw them both out here. Um, try. I, I looked, and my initial thought was, let's try and be a bit fancy. Anyone can grab a load of goals in the group stages, and. And, and you know, look, look for someone a bit bigger. I look away from the face. But then I looked at the past, and most of the Golden Boot winners are some of the big names from the big team. So, uh, you know, recent winner, Harry Kane last time, wasn't it? Six goals. Okay, yeah, it was. I'm trying to think who, uh, who else we've had. We've had James Rodriguez, probably would have been a long, long shot, I would imagine. Uh, but before that, Muller for Germany, closer for Germany. The real Ronaldo, um, you know, big names, big teams, <laughs> teams that are going far into it. Um, so I've went with Neymar at 16 to 1, uh, 25,000 each way on Neymar at 16s. Um, didn't play all of the games throughout qualifying for Brazil, um, but as you say, Brazil was scoring plenty of goals. I think he scored eight and ten in qualifying, um, and he's very, you know. Very rarely comes off if he starts. He plays and he'll see out the game most times. So I, I can see him, you know, being there or thereabouts. So I've took it each way. 
I think you're getting four places for a quarter of the odds. Um, you know, six goals would probably win you the golden boot most years. Um, and maybe four, possibly, you know, four, four probably gets you into the into the top four and gets you your place money. So I take it each way. It's sixteen to one. Uh, and then I did take a bit of an outside punt, and it follows on a little bit from uh, my earlier bet of uh, Netherlands being the highest scoring team, uh, and and also my my thinking that they'll they'll get a few goals in that group. Um, but I haven't gone for the obvious one of, of Memphis Depay. I went for Bergwijn at sixty-one. Okay. Um, I don't think he's the same Bergwijn we saw at Spurs, who didn't really do much or get involved very often. They didn't fancy him. He's gone back to Ajax. He's in good form over there, um, and he scored a load of goals in um, recent times for Holland. He scored something like six in his last nine. Um, so he's got he's got goal scoring pedigree. Sixty-six. We're probably looking for him to get a few in that group stage and, and, and probably looking more at getting the top four place money. Um, but it's 66 to one, another 25,000 each way on uh, Bergwijn for the Netherlands. Okay. I don't know. It's a market similar to the uh, top scoring team market and that one game can just can completely do it. Like if someone, if a team goes and duffs someone up six nil and a player gets four or five, we've seen it before. Like, um, yeah, Neymar, Brazil are going to go deep into the tournament. Therefore, that gives him a great chance because he is their talisman. Um, obviously, Bergwijn, the issue is he was rubbish at Tottenham. And we know that this ju- people coming out of that Dutch league, it's just really hard yeah. to trust. Premier League, yeah. play- every year, Premier League team will sign someone from the Eredivisie and, they're gonna, and they will be shite. Uh, that's just an f- absolute fact of life. But um, yeah, like I say, if they get up against what Senegal, Qatar, they could duff Qatar up five, and the league would get four. So absolutely, yeah, he's been scoring for the international team as well. So you know, he'll, he'll be going into it with confidence. Yeah. Okay, I have got a couple of player props, so I'm going to come on to those um, in a little while. I've got, I'm going to go with, I've got all right. I've got, a, I've got a parlay here, but I've got a double. Um which is a little bit exotic. And it's on two, two of the players that we talked about when we did the wall chart. So from the England group, Group B, um, I don't see why Iran are a much bigger price than the USA or Wales to qualify because I think they're all much of a muchness. Like I think you can play those games and you can play that group 10 times um, and you'll just get a different result every time. Like It's not as straightforward as a lot of these groups look. Um, Iran is seventy-two to get to get out of that group. So I doubled them up with my uh, lean on Portugal not to qualify. So I've got um, Iraq to go through and Portugal not to go through. Both at seventy-two. So a fifty grand double or a fifty grand parlay pays one million and twelve thousand pounds. So that puts us back at the profit um, if Iran can squeak through and indeed the wheels come off the Portuguese. Uh, like I suspect they will. So uh, that's my, that was my fifty grand double bet. Fancy that one? Fancy? Um, exotic. Very exotic. Uh, next, I'm going to the Golden Glove. Um, I mean, who even knew the Golden Glove was a thing? Yeah, that's not. I looked at it and I couldn't be asked with it. <laughs> I just didn't want. Yeah, I didn't uh, want to know. Anyway, I mean, if you look at the, the recent winners, though, it's it's nearly always. The team that's got to the final. Um, 
So I think in the last four, three of them have won it. Uh, they've won the competition to win the Golden Glove. Courtois didn't last time. He went out, I think they finished third, didn't they, Belgium? Uh, but before that, I think we've had Neuer. Um, who else did we have? I can't remember now. Anyway, the, the, the three before that were all World Cup winners. So, so again, looking at teams from those favourites, Argentina, Brazil, France and thing, and we'll, we'll pick one of those. And I've gone for Alisson at five to one. Uh, simply because I think Brazil will go for. History tells us if you go for, you've got a chance of nicking that Golden Glove award. And Alisson's a great keeper, a great shot stopper. Yeah. see him getting some sure real saves somewhere along in the knockout groups. Um, and at five to one, I think he's, he's worth a punt for that. Um, if we say Brazil, I'd definitely make him the semi-finals. Then, then he's in with a shout. Um, and at fives, I'll have a hundred grand on uh, Alisson for the Golden Glove. Yeah, he's um, he's quite a flashy keeper as well in terms of like he passes the eye test. He's obviously a big, yeah. good-looking fella. Um, and he uh, like say passes the eye test. If you're going to penalty shoot out in the semi final or something, stops a couple uh, against the Argies, then uh, yeah, he's going to be there, there or thereabouts. Um, I'm going to ride one more, more Portugal bet. I feel like I flogged Portugal to death here. Twenty five grand bars on Portugal to finish bottom of the group with thirty three to one. Thirty three to one, Barry. Come on. Um, thank you. Sue. We think Uruguay are going to beat them. Um, I've got no issue with South Korea beating them. Um, and then that leaves Portugal and Ghana um, to face off there. So if that they can uh, possibly a draw, goal difference, something like that. Um, as Portugal play Ghana first. So if that doesn't go well, that's the kind of thing that uh, the Portuguese can down tools. And Uruguay might have the bit between the teeth by then. And then South Korea or feisty like absolutely feisty if Portugal did not feel in it and South Korea need a win to go through on, on match day three they can duff them up as well so initially I had Portugal with three points and Ghana with one but that was kind of before this uh, this news of Ronaldo being a tit broke so um, I'll take a little punt and have 25 grand on Portugal to finish bottom um, 33 to 1 Baza nice how many more you got? Because I've got one left. I've got one one accumulator left. So if you want um, to right, I'll tell you what. Well, I think I've got two, so I'll go in next because um because then I've got two bets here from the same uh market, which is another. It's a same but different. It's another opposite buzz from you. Um, I've got the lowest scoring team where you picked Netherlands to be the top scorers. So the lowest scoring team in the tournament, and I've got two here. Nice prices, really nice prices. First up at Qatar, at yeah. twelve to one. Um, I think they're just overfaced. I don't think you're going to get this mad home support that's going to lift them and carry them over the line and inspire them to do stuff. And they get Ecuador first up, who are just like South American loads of nows know exactly what they're doing. Um, the and then after that the Netherlands and Senegal and Senegal are outstanding defensively. So um, if Qatar score a goal, that'll be um, no more than, no more than one. Uh, I'd, possibly. Love that. I'd love to that market. And I like Qatar as well. Yeah. And I think my, my thing was, there was a couple of teams who I had down as potentially no goals. Um, so you could be in sort of dead heat territory, couldn't you? If there's, if there's a couple, of yeah, them. yeah. Well, I've got, I've got Qatar on none. I've got them losing one nil, 
drawing nil nil with Senegal than losing three nil to the Netherlands. So, um, because this, the second pick then, Baz, and uh, apologies to our uh, huge following in Australia, uh, is that Australia are going to be the lowest scoring team as well. Uh, 14 to one that one, so not much of a bigger fight. I'm just way out on them. Um, one name we didn't mention in the little preview uh, in our wall chart show, Baz, was um, the uh, the lad Garan Kowal that Newcastle have signed. Um, yes. Who we signed him back into November, sent him back to the Central Coast Mariners in the A-League, where he's doing bits for them. He's, I mean, he's 18-year-old, Egyptian-born kid. Um, 18-year-old, came off the bench at the weekend, scored twice. Uh, one of them was an absolute belter as well. And so... I mean, it's way too early for him, but you know they could throw him off. I mean, he could even start the last game um, if it if all's already gone wrong for them. But they play Denmark, they play France, and then the third game is Tunisia. And again, that bass that's got Nazi written all over it. Like um, that, I've never seen a game that's more likely to finish in a nil-nil draw than Tunisia v Australia, especially because that's in the middle game, and it'll they'll, they'll both think they'll have a chance of winning the third game. Um, or do you know, like just staying competitive, a, a point that let them stay competitive. So yeah, unfortunately, I'm way out on Australia. So fifty grand on Qatar, twelve to one. Fifty grand on the Aussies at fourteen to one to win six hundred and fifty and seven hundred and fifty thousand pounds. And then I think that leaves us with one punt each left, bud. Yeah. So my last one's uh, a, a four with Aga for me. Oh, nice. Uh, so I've went for a couple of group winners uh, and looked at the sort of to qualify. Yes, I know. Uh, so I two teams out who, who I've got down as winning all of their games and cruising through the group uh, was Netherlands and Be- Belgium. So Netherlands four to nine, Belgium eight to thirteen, both to top their groups. I've got Mexico not to qualify at four to five. Uh, I think it's a really good price for them not to get out of uh, out of that group. Um, and the last one. Is Wales to qualify? Uh, and it's sorry, I don't fancy Iran. I know you said they could they could get through. I don't I don't see it. So I, I was actually going to go with USA not to qualify. USA not to qualify <laughs> was odds on eight to eleven. So I thought the eleven to ten around Wales qualifying was a better option. Gives you the option of England making a mess of it and and USA Wales both sneak through. You never know. Um, so that was the four, four, four of them. So Wales to qualify, Mexico not to qualify, Netherlands and Belgium to win their groups. The accumulator comes out around eight to one, and I've got my last hundred thousand pound on that. The problem I've got with that, Baz, is that Wales are shite. They are. Yeah. <laughs> That's... But, but the rest of that group shite. All right. Yeah. Okay. A lot of shite. Um... Yeah, you see, uh, Netherlands and Belgium look home and hose. We do like Mexico. I think you could put something... I see, I love the first three legs of that. You could put something else in there. Like, I don't know. Find something else, Baz, because Wales are going to let you down. I'm just, just going to put that down, and I've got 8-1 to one for it. And you like All the right, first okay. Three, so I'm getting 8-1 to one for, a, for a, bit of, a bit of Wales going through. For a loser. Um, okay, right, so... Uh, my last market, it's a, it's a player prop. Um, I've got golden boot. I've got golden ball. Um, I didn't know what it was, frankly. It's a player with the tournament, but um, so first it was handicap. And looking back, last time out was Luka Modric. So finalist, uh, attacking player, 
in the final. Lionel Messi, 2014. Uh, Diego Forlan, 2010. Uruguay made the semi-finals. Again, striker. Zinedine Zidane, uh, attacking midfielder. The, the fly in the ointment is 2002, which is Oliver Kahn. Yeah, and before that. that, you've got Ronaldo, Mario, Toro, Scalacci, Diego, Maradona, Paolo, Rossi. So they're all forward players. They're all players that um, went deep into the tournament. So um, I've obviously got Brazil winning it. So then looking at um, some of the Brazilian players. Now, they've got a front four or five. They've got Neymar, you've already mentioned him. As a potentially golden boot candidate. He was a skinny price. So, uh, Gabriel Jesus, um, I've got a couple of bets with uh, with a couple of friends of mine about Jesus, how many goals he's going to score this season. Because he just doesn't score like, he just doesn't. Everyone's well, raving about him. Sorry? He's playing, he's playing really well, contributing yeah. everywhere else, but just not. not yeah, he can't, he can't kick it in the goal. Like. So, um, the. the they were just too short a price for me. So I did find two players. I think you're going to... What you need here is opportunity. Um, it's a bit like if you play fantasy football, if you play fantasy NFL or whatever. Opportunity is the key. Uh, players who are going to be in the team um, and who are going to be attacking in a good side. So Rafinha fits that bill. Rafinha scores a lot of goals um, in qualification. Um, he's playing well. Um, and the other one is Richarlison, um, who I don't like. Um, I he's like got the bit... I like him Sorry? This. Funnily enough, I looked at Richarlison yeah. and I am tried off for the golden boot. Um, I went with Bergwijn instead as the outside pick. But Richarlison's a, he's a different player for Brazil, isn't he? And he's, he's yeah. get goals. I, I like that one. Um, well, they, they attack and obviously he's playing for Tottenham and Conte is a particularly defensively minded coach and Richarlison hasn't settled in. So, both of these players are going to get game time in a team that I think are going to win the tournament in the team are going to score a lot of goals and they're going to be bang amongst it. So at the prices, there was sort of three or four times the price of Neymar and Jesus. So Rafinha's 33 to 1, got 25k on him. Richarlison is 50 to 1 uh, in the same. I've got 25k on him as well. So um, they were they were my... Vinicius Jr. was the other one. Um, obviously does bits. I had to ask Bob, uh, my kid, he, he knows everything about any of these players that are high profile on FIFA. Um, calls him Vinny. But he said, again, uh, Vinny's too short. So he was around about sort of 14, 16 to one, him and Neymar. So double the price, Rafinha, triple the price on Richarlison, 25 grand on each, Barry. Nice. Yeah, happy with those. Happy with those. Um, are you doing? That's me done, yes. Are you done? I'm done. Yeah, that's it. I'm I'm winning. People, <laughs> you're winning. Uh, good. So yeah, uh, I didn't um, add yours up. Do you definitely already spent a million quid? Something like that. Roughly Something a million. Like that. No, it's definitely uh, definitely in for a million. And as I say, um, straight back from the orgies. Uh, yeah, I mean, a lot of these are going to be. Um, Settled after the group stage concludes as well. So if you do have a winner, you can then reload uh, and fire a few shots around for the year. So we'll maybe do that, Baz, when uh, we'll see how much we've picked up. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll see how much we've won. And we can reload and fire around the knockout stages when it comes to the round of 16. Um, so, yeah, like I said, there was uh, just a um, kind of example of how you can sort of split your money up, really, if you wanted to, if you've got 50 quid to throw around or you wanted to 
play four or five different bets. Um, you don't have to wait the whole four weeks to cash an outright. A lot of these group bets will be finished inside sort of the second Friday, I think the group finishes. Um, it's really, um, it's squeezed together. So, yeah, looking forward to it, Baz. Um, episode three is going to be uh, game day predictions for game day one and two. We've got game day one, which is a standalone opening day between Qatar and Ecuador on Sunday. And then we've got four games on uh, Monday, including England and the uh, USA play on Monday as well. So we'll do that. If you look out for that in the next two or three days, uh, we will handicap all five games uh, for those. And then after that, we'll just be going every day, getting the getting the games out. Um, the big, the ones we've got some football to talk about, won't it? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, once we get we get a couple of winners, a couple of winners under our belt bars, and we we start getting a feel of the tournament. We said the other day, what's it going to look like? What's it going to sound like? What the referee is going to do? Um, what are the big? What are the NFL things that uh, the network does? Is Moon after referee report um, on NFL Sundays? It's absolutely brilliant. Um, so we'll be looking to cook up our own referee stuff. I'll be keeping an eye on um, who's dishing out cards like confetti, etc. Um, the, don't forget the free rule. That's important. The SGP and World Cup free rule. Um, it's a big overly opportunity. I don't think it'll be oversubscribed. $250 cash and a $250 gift card uh, to the winner. So just, yeah, the SGP app, um, you can't miss it um, in the Play Store. So download that. And then if you click on the hamburger, there'll be a little contests tab. Uh, if you hit contests, um, you're good to go. Uh, so, yeah, well done, Baz. Um, we got through that nicely. Uh, thanks, everyone, who chirped up after episode one as well in the Discord chat. We had some private messages. Everyone uh, helped out on Twitter as well. Um, I'm looking to get a bit of traction. But, yeah, I think we just need some football now, Barry. We need to get this up and running. Definitely. But, yeah, if anyone is enjoying it, make sure you keep listening. Subscribe. Follow on Twitter, SGPN World Cup. Is that the right one? Correct, um, yes. So yeah, we need to we need to get people following, listening. And if you're enjoying it, let us know. Um, and yeah, hopefully we'll we'll keep it all going. Yeah. So yeah, like Baz says, usual places: sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Download the app anywhere that you find your podcasts. Uh, it's all over the place. Like rate review, etc. Don't forget the contest. Um, don't forget to stick your notifications on because we will be back in round about forty eight hours um, with our match day one and two. Picks, uh, some actual football matches to pick. So, thank you very much, Barry. Appreciate it. Cheers, Malcolm. Uh, thanks everyone for listening. Um, we'll see you down the road. Cheers. 